I'm Katie Steinberg and this is Game Changers. This week for my first guest, I have Brandon Pfluger, a former NCAA student athlete and now Senior Director of Business Development at MarketScale. A lot of people don't know this, but Brandon actually has his law degree. A lot of people get their law degree and then continue on with business. Brandon, what set you apart and what made you want to get your law degree instead of continuing on with marketing? Yeah, Katie, well, it's it's great to be on your show. Thank you, first and foremost, for inviting oh, me. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about your show and you. the vision that you have for it. So uh, I'll be sure to refer a few people over your way as well uh, going forward. But um, great question. So uh, what, what really made me want to go to law school, continue my education, go to law school rather than an MBA um, on top of my marketing degree from undergrad? Um, it really began in undergrad with a conversation that I had uh, with a former professor and mentor of mine. Um, you know, we were going through, you know, looking at people that I wanted to be like uh, after college into my career and what I could do. I think it began with a uh, three, five, and 10-year plan. Uh, and in that came, um, you know, people that I wanted to be like who had MBAs, who had JDs, yeah. who had their law degree. Um, maybe they practiced law, maybe they didn't. Um, maybe they owned a business, maybe they were um, just using that as really um, a solid foundation to continue growing their career mm -hmm. in the, the sports business. Totally. Um, so that's really where I started. I wanted to get into the sports business. I was in sports, I was in marketing, I grew up playing sports. I was obviously a, a college student athlete yeah. as well. So wanting to stay close to the game like most people did, um, I, I wanted to stay into that. That being said, I went to law school because uh, a lot of people had their JDs, they went to law school, uh, they networked their way that, that way. Um, and as I went to law school, kind of got pulled one direction and um, really got immersed in the land use property um, realm of things. <laughs> that being said, uh, I wanted to make sure I went back to my roots <laughs> uh, and, and use my undergrad degree as well as my law degree. Um, you know, it wasn't lost on me that my conversation with my mentor and professor in undergrad um, really had a lasting impact into why I went to law yeah. school. Um, so Mike Lisko, uh, who Mike, if Shut you're listening, <laughs> you will be listening. Uh, I, I want to get you on here as well with Katie, but I wanted to thank you again for pushing me that direction because I wouldn't be where I am today uh, without your guidance um, going to law school and, and, and using my undergrad degree alongside of that here now. Thank um, you, Mike. So there, <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Mike. Um, so it was a, a long journey. It was an exciting journey. Um, you know, a, a lot of people uh, want to look at others ahead of them yeah. further in, into their careers and, and see where they are, how they got there. And that's really where it started for me is uh, in undergrad looking at, you know, where do I want myself to be in 10 mm -hmm. years, five years, three years uh, and beyond. So uh, that's the direction I took. Couldn't be more excited about having gone through it. Uh, the people I've met, um, the different um, business uh, folks that I've gotten to interact with and the experience I've, I've made along the way, uh, I wouldn't change a thing. And uh, I'm certainly excited about being where I am today. Well, you did end up using um, a little bit of that marketing degree, which brought you into B2B at MarketScale. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So what, what made me get into a little bit more of the B2B marketing uh, at MarketScale? Um, you know, MarketScale is in downtown Dallas, the big green building where I just happened to grow mm -hmm. up and go to Stars games all the time at Reunion yeah. Arena. Um, 
it's it's really a mecca for business. Um, and and with my marketing degree in undergrad and uh, my experience afterwards, um, putting that to use in the business world and in mm -hmm. marketing made sense. Uh, Market Skill was working with a really uh, great number of, of enterprise B2B clients yeah. that you and I recognize uh, every single day. You just might not know yeah. that that's a primarily B2B company. Uh, maybe you take it for granted because you know you just see it every day in passing. You don't think too much of it. But somehow that product uh, got into that spot for a particular reason. And um, MarketScale helps those companies um, showcase their, themselves and, and educate people on what it is that they're doing um, and allow them to really just start, um, you know, creating this ecosystem of education yeah. and, and uh, thought leadership. So uh, B2B marketing is an exciting space to be in. It's something that we see every single day. Uh, it's a fascinating place. And at the end of the day, Katie, working with marketers is yeah. pretty fun. Um, and working with marketers in the B2B space and seeing behind the scenes of how America and the world uh, is running uh, is really fascinating. So you could say I'm a big fan of the B2B marketing space. And then you make the customers people's fans as well, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I get to help them uh, get more customers and, and ultimately get more fans mm -hmm. as well. You're, um, you're a pretty forward-thinking guy. Um, you know, you like to think outside of the box. Um, would you say that's a little bit of what brought you to market scale as well? Because um, they're very forward thinking as well and futuristic. Yeah, you could say you could say that. Um, market scale, obviously, uh, we know what the future of B two B holds. Uh, we know where it's going. We know where it's been um, and how it's changed along the way in terms of marketing, traditional marketing, traditional advertising, and how people are moving now in the B two B space towards media, becoming their own media company. Um, we see it every day, like I mentioned, in passing in our yeah. everyday lives, you know, when we're uh, turning on Netflix or Hulu uh, at the end of a, a day or, you know, on an totally. evening, on a weekend, um, you, you and I and, and everyone else probably is scrolling through LinkedIn um, or Facebook or, or Twitter, whatever it might be. We're scrolling through all of that every single day. Um, and it's no different in B2B. So. Um, yes, market scale is forward thinking. We are cutting edge in all the things that we do, um, but really it, it's helping get B2B to where the rest of the world is mm -hmm. already. Um, so, um, you know, we're, we're doing things that people are doing in their everyday lives already and just bringing that to the workplace, um, to put it simply. So it's exciting. Uh, we're on the cutting edge of everything and we're working with cutting edge yeah. companies in B2B, which by nature is um, helping, helping make the world go Absolutely. around. Um, you mentioned, of course, cutting edge companies. Um, a lot of those are sports related as well. Um, how do you see the intersect of sports and business coming together? Yeah, that's a great question, Katie. Um, and I'd like to bring it back to um, really SMU since I, we'll, we'll go back to SMU since that's Stomping where grounds. I graduated from <laughs> and, and where I, I played. Yep, exactly. It's where I played soccer, um, which a really cool program that they've built. Um, in the athletic department, I think primarily for the, the football team, um, is called Life After Ball, where they help current student athletes interview uh, with companies in the area, um, or maybe it's in their hometown, and uh, get them the work experience they need to help continue their career uh, after college or after uh, they take the next step or whatever their journey might be. 
Um, so we had the privilege of, of having Ra come in here. Uh, he's on, he plays defense there for the football team. He's amazing, but uh, what you probably didn't know um, just by watching the games was that he's also an incredible artist outside of sports. Who would have thought? Uh, so he came here. He, yeah, they're all very uh, artistic, actually, and very, very creative. Um, but that being said, his passion is art, and he's a really good artist. Um, so he came and joined us here at MarketScale um, to help us with graphic design, wow. um, with a lot of the different media things that we were doing this summer. And he got some hands-on experience. Um, so you know, having that That's sort great. of uh, experience in, in college as a student athlete is important. Um, I would encourage every student athlete um, or upcoming student athlete to get involved in doing those sorts of things during the summer if they can. Um, but at the same time, that kind of translates into some of the more recent news, Katie, which you're familiar with and, and you've talked about before, which is the name, image, mm -hmm. and likeness, uh, which is a, a huge initiative in NCAA, right. uh, where current student athletes now are able to monetize their own brand. Um, so intersect of sports and business being able to really create your own wealth now uh, for you know uh, some student athletes more so than others. If you're you know a top athlete uh, at a big university, you're obviously making a lot. Probably, um, will, time will tell. Um, but you've certainly seen some of those big deals come through in the news, uh, which is really exciting. And uh, the sports world is uh, adjusting to that, and uh, athletes are adjusting to that as well to plan a business around that. Uh, but Ra himself is an artist, and now he's able to monetize his art business. Um, so I thought that was really, really cool uh, and timely for him. Mm -hmm. And uh, if I could rewind, I wish uh, we could have done that too back in the day. But um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's got a great head on his shoulders, and he's doing some really cool things with art and, and creating business around that. Uh -huh. um, that being said, um, you know, when it comes to name, image, and likeness, there's also you know, the intersect of sports and business mm -hmm. in... Uh, some more recent news as well. The Drone Racing League yes. yeah. uh, just signed a $100 million deal, sponsorship deal, uh, with blockchain. Um, so it's amazing to see how much people are spending. Mm -hmm. $100 million for the Drone Racing League, which drones in business and B2B is, is a huge deal. It's one of the fastest growing industries. Um, and it's fascinating to see what they're doing. Uh, but to see blockchain involved in that as well is an interesting angle. And I'm excited to see how that plays out. And uh, we'll certainly be digging into that as well. But uh, there's so much business being poured into sports. Uh, we've all seen Moneyball, uh, where analytics first got introduced, right, to the sporting world seriously in a different light. Um, we're seeing more and more um, you know, sports technology companies now. One is Huddle, H-U-D-L uh, Huddle. They do a lot of really cool information um, for all range of uh, sports leagues and, and teams from amateur all the way to professional and, and the Olympics. So there's just so many different sports technologies now coming about. Um, you know, they're using data and analytics in so many different ways now um, that, you know, it, it's no surprise that uh, there's just a huge boom in the sports and business intersect. And um, it's exciting to be part of that and, and explore that and dive into it. You, uh, so you had talked about ownership a lot and this shift towards individuals owning their own brands. Um, do you see this changing how corporate America is structured? Yeah, in the traditional sense, mm -hmm. um, you know, how, how 
corporate America, we'll call it B2B. B2B. Um, <laughs> we'll call it how B2B companies are, are um, you know, um, we've seen a lot of individuals take ownership over their own brand. Uh, we've seen the likes of Kylie Jenner yeah. um, create her own brand. I think she spends zero dollars on advertising uh, because she creates her own media channels. It's, it's incredible. Um, you've seen it in politics, even mm -hmm. people that are spending tons and tons in advertising. Uh, it doesn't guarantee success. Um, and that's across the board. So it's interesting to see the intersect there. But also, um, when you look at some of the other folks, I mentioned Kylie Jenner being one, um, you look at, you know, even LeBron mm -hmm. James um, hosting his own sort of uh, video production there and, and the late Kobe Bryant um, having, you know, uh, owned his own studio um getting into children's books yeah. um and publishing uh really just creating his own media channels to where he could publish whatever content he wanted to and create shows and uh get people engaging uh with the brand that he was creating i think we're going to see a lot more of that okay. uh trickling in to the b2b space and we've already seen a lot of it um, and that's what market scale is helping b2b companies do is is really cross that bridge um, and take ownership over their own brand. Um, if we've seen anything over the past year and a half now, Katie, it's people are going more direct than ever right. without being able to travel as much as they used to or as regularly. Um, trade shows still being a little bit of a, a question mark uh, in terms of attendance or if it's even happening. So this is where you know the intersect is. Um, B2B companies can take that step and take ownership um, over their their destiny, really, uh, they can take control over it and yeah. go more direct than ever and build their own media channel, host their own shows, bring in their own thought leaders, their own engineers, people in the industry that are that are also thought leaders and policymakers, and just own that conversation, bring that conversation to light. Um, and again, I think back to our earlier point um, where you and I, you know, every body in, a, in, in the world today is probably consuming content in one way or another mm -hmm. in their own personal time. Let's, let's not flip that switch off when we go to work in B2B. Um, so when you're going to work, you work at a B2B company, um, just remember you're still selling to, to people yeah. and people still enjoy consuming content on the, <laughs> the channels that they're already used to consuming content on. So let's build those shows, let's build the podcast, <laughs> let's get your thoughts get your heard, and let's have some fun. Completely. Well, awesome, Brandon. I mean, it was so great uh, speaking with you and getting to hear a little bit more about your personal story into B2B and then also just what's going on with B2B in general. Um, I really appreciate you joining me and it's been an absolute pleasure yeah. to subscribe. Thank you so much. Yeah, Kate. thank you so much. Yeah. Um, if you would like to subscribe, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or check this interview out on marketscale.com, and tune in next week for my next guest. Thank you so much.